friends. We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. This is such a fun episode. Yeah. I am so excited. Um, yeah. Um, just wanted to ask you, Llewellyn, in front of our friends. I know we talked about it, and you don't have to go on and on and on if you don't want. But was this your official first hurricane that you made it through in Florida? Um, yes. So we will be dating ourselves, obviously. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, um, yeah. But go ahead and tell us about Mr. Hurricane Ian. Yes. Um, yeah. We just, if you are following the news or are in Florida and we're US affected, news. <laughs> um, yeah. We just had a major category four, almost category five, like literally two mile per hour wind speeds less than a category five. So just put that in perspective. Um, storm through all like literally all of florida um at i think it was like midnight on tuesday night it was slated to hit our area where i'm from which is like the sarasota bradenton area um and then we woke up that next morning at like 6 a.m they did another like update or whatever and it had shifted to hit lee in charlotte county which is about an hour and a half south of sarasota um fort myers area which is where it did the eyewall hit um if you're from that area and you're listening to this first off thank you but also i pray that you are safe and are able to recover from this because i can't even imagine just seeing pictures um and even just seeing the devastation in my own community and we didn't get hit nearly as hard as fort myers did um but it was pretty scary. Uh, I won't lie. Gusts of up to, I think here we clocked it at 130 miles per hour, which you can't even like describe that fast of wind unless you experience it. Um, I for sure thought my car was going to tip over at one point because I don't have like a big car. Um, I get even, even like driving my car now, like I can feel like some of the like water effects on it. Um, Oh, wow. But yeah, it's just, driving around the community like seeing fences and trees and debris everywhere roofs taken off you know windows shattered like it's just I've never gone through something like this I've gone through tornadoes which I know can be just as catastrophic um but sure just the idea of like like this takes out towns like literal towns if you've not seen the photos of Fort Myers man it's it's pretty sad and I can't imagine what they're going through, but um, just very thankful that we, I mean, it's like sad to say, like, I don't like to say it. It's like one of those bittersweet things to say, like, I'm glad it didn't hit us as hard as it did them, but like, also right. I wish it wouldn't have hit them. Like, so it's just, you know, if you've got any family down there, um, this will be released a couple weeks after this happened, but uh, I hope you guys are doing better. Um, if I don't know, like, I don't know off the top of my head right now what any of, like, the things are to help, but if you see any, you know, like, um, ways you can donate, feel free, or if you're in the area and you have some trade or skill that you could help with, like, I'm sure there's businesses out there that need help, like, rebuilding, so, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're, thankfully, we're safe, everything's good here, we're starting to get back to normal, um, now we're feeling the after effects of, like, people still don't have power days later, gas is running out um stores still aren't open because they still don't have power 
I think Starbucks was closed for like four days. If that puts anything in perspective, like they're never wow. closed. Um, well, they, they like on on um, the news channels, they um, they talk about the Waffle House like metric because Waffle House is legitimately never closed. It's open 24 hours. Yeah. And there's like a um, a color system. Like if they're closed, that shows you like the intensity of what they're exp- of what the damage was. Yeah. Um, so it's like red, yellow, green, or maybe orange, green, something like that. But like it's literally called like the Waffle House effect or something. Like they use Waffle Houses being open as a metric to how much damage happened in a community. <laughs> and it was like it made like national television. We were watching it like at work at in Tennessee. That's Which I had never heard of such a thing, but it's because they're open 24 hours and they're yeah. always open that they use that as like a metric to to determine how much damage in an area is done. Like, dang, that's such a crazy idea. Yeah. Yeah. Even like um, like my roommate has a, a ring device on our door. And, oh, yeah. Um, people, I have one of those. Like, I mean, and it's got like that neighborly thing where you can like make comments and stuff about what happens. And yeah. I kid you not, like I I ended up having to silence my notifications because every other minute, like I'm not even kidding, people would be like, how is this area? And does this area have power? And does anybody know where gas is? Like all mm-hmm. sorts of questions from people that have either evacuated or are in the area. I mean, it's insane. Like we never, we had power surges during it, like many power surges, but we never actually okay. lost our power um which was I mean, great for us i mean like i'm like i said we're very fortunate but um there are people like in our neighborhood that lost power and we didn't so just the idea of like even in a neighborhood we're on different grids um and somehow i don't know how ours kept it which is amazing okay. to me and my mom actually stayed with me during the hurricane because she lives in a mobile mm-hmm. home and they were yeah. evacuated um and she was driving home the day after and she's like you wouldn't believe like you 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 don't understand how fortunate you were at your house because the damage even just down the street from us is like catastrophic and it's it's insane um we were talking before that before we started recording and my roommates and i like we really want to support those small businesses that you know are trying to open like a lot of them opened on thursday like literally 12 hours after this hurricane left us um because they need like they need the money to stay afloat and so I'm just trying to like do my part and if that means going to get coffee at a place farther down the road that's a small business, like I'm yeah. gonna do that as long as I can, you know, just because they need our support now, I think more than ever. I mean the big businesses do too mm-hmm. because they don't usually close like this, but Sure. I don't know, it's just But I get it. Doing your part in the community, you know. So it's Yeah. It's interesting. Right now we're we're running out of gas um here, which is just one of those things you never thought you would say um in a country like you know in ours but um yeah trying to count our blessings but also like how do we now rebuild and preserve as we wait for life to get back to somewhat normal yeah yeah it's insane i mean we were watching the weather channel during it and even one of the weather guys is like i've never he's like i've been doing this for i don't know like 20 some years he's like and i've never seen a hurricane this intense and he was he was stationed in Punta Gorda which is about 45 minutes south of us and like they had gotten hit with the eye wall as well and like the winds that he was like clocking were just oh my I can't even I cannot even imagine like how 
like those communities went and you know fort myers 18 feet underwater like that's just insane to me so the idea that it like their biggest thing was like ian he came and then he just sat over us for so long like five hours people were in this eye wall which is just uncommon because he was moving so slow so yeah i think now it's headed towards the carolinas so they're next because he decided that he was gonna resurface again back around yeah i'm just hoping that they're I know that they got some pretty bad storm surge is what I've been hearing. So I'm not sure like what their damage is going to look like, but hopefully, hopefully not bad. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. There's, there's that. If you were affected by Ian, uh, I I feel your pain, but I also don't because I feel like we were very fortunate. Um, But I hope you guys are doing well and are safe. Yeah, man, man. Yeah, the thought that you could have, like, right next to you have one house that gets, like, destroyed and one that doesn't, or one that has, like, way more damage. It's like, you're literally right next to each other. How does, like, how does one, it's just such a massive, like, thing that I just cannot comprehend. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, my um, my roommate, actually, she stayed with a group of friends here, and they have cousins who live in fort myers and um they didn't evacuate and that's the thing too like we know scary yeah we know you don't know we know about hurricanes like pretty early on like they tell us as soon as they see them but like you don't know where it's gonna actually land um and while yeah i'm sure fort myers had a lot of you know evacuation ahead of time because i mean we're only like an hour and a half north i think like 68 miles uh, from fort myers so like I'm sure they had some evacuation routes, you know, going when it was slated to hit us. But technically, like, they probably didn't have as much time to prepare as, like, Tampa did because that's where they were saying this was going to hit for mm-hmm. days. And then it didn't hit Tampa. So, like, I don't know. She she was telling us that they were talking with them, like, during the duration of the storm. And at one point, they were on the second level of their house, which is very uncommon in Florida. I'm not sure how they have a second level because um, that just isn't a thing here. But she said at one point they were literally saying their goodbyes because they weren't sure that they were going to make it out because the water was just coming so high. And so it's just like you hear stories like that, like that affected somebody who's like close to me. Yeah. And I mean, thankfully, they're safe. Um, Their house is destroyed, but they're safe, which is the important part. Um, But just I don't know. It's just that's what's so scary, too, is like you're you're trusting in the. In like architectural integrity of a home it's like what if you guys are at the top floor and all of a sudden like things start breaking off and things become disconjointed and all of a sudden like it starts like you're trapped in this like upper bubble room with like air you know like i mean at that point hopefully like open a window and swim out or something but then you're in the mix of like everything it's like oh my gosh the risk is like photos, it's like the risk isn't worth it, but also... Right, like photos of people about... coming down their stairs to like alligators and sharks in their house. It's like, that's, yes. not, that's not something you see every day. And no. so you're like, do I take the risk and like try to swim to safety, but like pray that these right these waves and like this wind surge doesn't, you know, slam and me And something doesn't house? come and just like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I can't imagine like what they had to go through, but just thankful yeah. that they're okay. 
And like to the point that we talked about earlier, it's like the risk, the risk, it isn't worth it. But at the same time, a lot of like people can't afford to take the risk. Yeah. Like you were back to work on Friday, but at the time that they were like at the time that you probably would have made the call to maybe evacuate and maybe, you know, come up north a little bit more. Yeah. Then it shifted. And and then all of a sudden, like you're back to work by Friday. Yeah. And so like you would have had to like switch gears. But like then you're staying in a hotel or driving all the way to Nashville to come stay with me. Like <laughs> you're you're spending money to leave thinking that maybe it would have been longer because you guys were in like the direct path. But yeah. then all of a sudden like it shifts and, and you're not in the direct path and you get a little damage, but then works like, yeah, okay, you're good. Like come back on Friday or you have to take P- PTO. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, it's just, such a crazy concept. It's just the idea of like weighing, like, can I afford to evacuate or yeah. do I like break, like embrace the storm and like stay here? So it it's just one of those things that like at this point, I guess like my only encouragement to people would be like, don't berate people for deciding to stay, whether they yeah. were on Sanibel Island that was destroyed or in Fort Myers or Sarasota, wherever, yeah. like if they made or the choice to stay. Hurricane. Yeah, yeah, or any future. If they made that choice to stay, it was because that's what they felt was right for them in the moment. And, like, it's yeah. a mute point anyway. So let's move exactly. on from it and just ask how you can help. Like, that's really all that matters at this point. Yeah. It's like they're already weighing all the factors, you right. know, like, and they're going to make the best decision that they know how. Yeah. But, man. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, okay. Ian can go away. That's all I can say. Yeah. Agreed. All right, so the previous audio was our opener, and I very much realized that I had all of my settings wrong. So sorry about any noise and consistency between then and now, but now we are going to switch into our episode. Um, let's, let's do it. Episode. Uh, recap. Take yeah. it away. So this week we watched season five, episode 14. Yes. Uh, the one titled The One Where Everybody Finds Out. This was written by Alexa Young, directed by Michael Lembeck, and originally aired on February 11th, 1999. When Phoebe finds out about Monica and Chandler, she tests Chandler's Chandler via flirtation. An ugly naked guy's apartment goes up for rent, and Ross really wants it. So good. Um... Real quick, this episode aired on Jennifer Aniston's 30th birthday. Um, it also shares the highest individual rating, um, shares the highest individual episode rating out of 236 episodes with the last one, but the the latter has more votes. So the rating is the same, but the last one has more votes, but they both um, share, they, they're tied for the highest. Because it's a very good episode. It's a very good episode. Yeah, bring us bring us right into it. Let's let's go. All right. So, I am going to do this one Leanne style only because mm-hmm. there's only two plot points and they kind of just like work their way together. So, we're just going to do it that way. So, we sure. open in the soft open in the apartment with Phoebe noticing that ugly naked guy is packing boxes, which I are ironically labeled clothes. Um, and Ross gets this idea that he should apply to rent that apartment because it's right across 
the street from them and it'd be so cool if they could live that close and joey thinks that it would be fun to play the old-fashioned telephone game with cans um Mm -hmm. even though to chandler's point we have actual telephones sure did you ever play that as kids did you ever have anybody who lived in your neighborhood that was close enough to do that with um my brothers and i would do it through the floor of our house like oh okay but like i don't actually remember it ever working got it okay uh we i didn't have anybody who lived close enough to do that with so i don't think we did either did you um one other question i thought of you know how chandler at one point was like and that's the end of my noodle soup or whatever it was oh yeah uh chicken fried rice or whatever Okay, <clears throat> eating during disgusting topics has always been like kind of a trope that I've never understood because I don't get that way. And I don't know if it's because my family just has no boundaries in what they talk about at dinner. But are you like that or is your family like that? Like where you physically have to stop eating food because you're like, I just, I've lost my appetite? <laughs> no. Or can you mentally separate those things in your brain? I mentally separate. Like, I may make a comment, Same. like, and that's gross, but, like, yeah, it doesn't affect me from, like, eating. Like, I may stop in a moment, but then, like, I'll pick right back up. Yeah. Okay. Same. I just, I was always curious because I was like, I don't know if I've ever known anybody who's, like, I have to stop eating because I can't separate these things in my brain. Yeah. But anyways, I had to ask. Okay. All right, so then we go to the main part of the episode, and we're in Ugly Guy's, Ugly Naked Guy's apartment. Um, Mm -hmm. Ross, Phoebe, and Rachel are taking a tour, and Ross really loves it, so he decides that he's going to go apply for it. And then Rachel makes a joke about, you know, should I use his restroom or should I not? Like, it seems weird to use his restroom, but she goes for it and goes to use it. And at this moment, Phoebe is looking out the window and she notices Chandler and Monica. And she is like really excited. She's trying to get their attention to say hi. Um, But then (laughs) it shifts and they quickly start to undress themselves. And all we see. And each other. (laughs) Yeah. And all we see is Phoebe's like reaction in this moment go from like super excited to like saying hi. And she's like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And then Rachel comes out. And sees what's happening in Phoebe, her famous line, my eyes, my eyes, because they're undressing, obviously. And we find out later that they decide at this moment that they're going to have sex against the window. (laughs) Um, But Rachel is like frantic at Phoebe and is like, look, I know, I know I've known for a while. And she's like, but Ross isn't known. You've got to stop yelling before he finds out. And Ross walks in at this point and is like, what is all this commotion about? And Rachel um, continues jumping up and down because they're trying to block the window. And uh, Ross like starts to walk towards it, but she spins him around real fast and is just excited for the apartment. And that's what they're, you know, all excited about. And very exuberant. Yeah. And so he turns back towards the window and Phoebe in suit follows and does the same thing Mm -hmm. by turning him around. And that's yes. basically all that happens there. Yeah, it's really smart of them to have to, like, to have turned, like, walked more towards the door and in the inside yeah. of the apartment so that he had to turn away from the window. Um, and I loved how once we went over there, the boxes indeed were all labeled with clothes. It was, like, yeah. shoes, hats, underwear, like, exactly what Chandler had said. Like, they definitely 
the continuity on that was was perfect. Um, but then there's the the that famous line of Phoebe screaming, "My eyes, my eyes." Yeah, it was actually, um, and I noticed this now that we're watching them back to back to back to back. Um, knowing what was later in the season, and then you start at the beginning, I realized that 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 uh, quote or that you know verbiage was borrowed from Matthew Perry who used that line when Chandler walks in on Joey using the bathroom in the one with two parts, part one, back in 1995. So the very first season, essentially. Oh my gosh, I remember that now. Yeah, and Kudrow asked Perry for permission to use the line as he would use it. And Perry gave his blessing to do that. Oh, that's So that's how we have this famous line from Phoebe. It's like iconic with her in that orange, like orange coat. Yeah, and like the scene, this I like have used this gift so many times of like her and Rachel jumping up and down, like super excited. Yes, like that's another same. one. Oh yes, always and forever. Yeah. Um. So then we jump to the cafe, and Rachel is explaining to Phoebe all the excuses that Monica and Chandler were using, such as laundry, um, cleaning the apartment, like all those things, and yeah. <laughs> she starts to like piece it all together. And Joey comes in, and Rachel... I love how happy Phoebe is for them, though. Yeah. She, she's genuinely excited about she it. She is, for sure. Um, and at this moment, Joey comes in, and Rachel, like, enthusiastically tells him <laughs> that Phoebe knows. And he, like, tries to play it all cool, like, he knows nothing, and then He's they He's like, explain. what, that they're both friends? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he, like, gives her, like, a, a side-eye look, like, you're ruining it. Yeah. Um... But she, like, explains, like, no, Phoebe saw them have sex against the window. Um, and he is, like, immediately relieved because now enough people know yes. that they can finally just tell Chandler and Monica and this can all be over. But Phoebe has another idea. She thinks that they should mess with them because they don't know that we know. Mm-hmm. Um And her idea is like, you know, when they do laundry, just give them a bunch of laundry. Rachel and Joey can use leverage as roommates. And Phoebe has her sexuality. So obviously she'll use that. Um, But Joey is not having any of this. And he is desperately wanting them to just tell Monica and Chandler, come clean, because he's tired of keeping everybody's secrets. And at this point, the girls tell him, like, whose secrets? Like, you don't have any secrets. He's like, yeah, well, I've never told you about my penguin Hugsy. Um, which obviously is a secret that he failed to not tell them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is the, the first official episode. Yeah. Um, featuring Hugsy, Joey's stuffed penguin animal. It is. It's so cute. So cute. Um, so then Chandler walks in and goes to get coffee and Phoebe. He's so cute in this scene. He's so adorable. He's so, so cute. Too. Um, and yeah, he's like, Phoebe, you can tell me anything. I know. <laughs> so Phoebe approaches him to like show the show them, you know, how I'm going to use my sexuality. And she compliments <laughs> his jacket. Then she feels his bicep. <laughs> and then she just like starts to flirt with him. And he is oh like, so confused. And like, Phoebe, like, what is wrong? Like, you can tell me anything. Um, and he just seems like such a big brother in this moment, which is so sweet. Um. But she keeps, she like turns up the flirting and it's like, you know, you know, it's been so long since I've been with somebody and, or been with a guy and then someone shows up right mm-hmm. in front of me holding a coffee and Chandler like <laughs> looks down and realizes that she's talking about him. 
Um, <laughs> she's using the old like, and he's been there the whole time, and yeah. he's standing right in front of her. <laughs> yeah, it's it's perfect. Um, she's so good at this. She is, and once she, once he realizes that, like what she's kind of referring to, she's like, you know, it's just something to think about. And then as she turns to leave, she like sticks her butt in the air at him. Mm-hmm. Um, which like. <laughs> Rachel and Joey are just like, they can't, they're beside themselves that she just did this. And Chandler's just confused as I'll get out. Um, yeah. Anything else in the cafe? No, I just love how like Joey is so sick and tired. He's so over lying. Yeah. And it's like, we're still at the beginning of the episode and that's not even the worst of the web that they're about to weave that yeah. Joey is like a bystander in. Um, I just love I just love his performance in this in this episode too. Like, there's not often when I'm like, "Yay, Matt Matt LeBlanc, so good," you know. But in this one, like when he gives Rachel the stink eye because she he thinks like she's ruining it, and then later on there's a scene too where I'm like, "This is just fabulous." But anyways, yeah, yeah, that's it. So then we go up to Monica or Chandler's bedroom. Monica and Chandler are in there, and she's just gushing over how cute Chandler is. Everything about okay. him. Okay, her loose watch around her wrist drove me nuts. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I don't. It was like dangling off the side, and I was like, "Do women? Do women who are that skinny just wear their watches haphazardly with no, like, no support? I mean, like, it's not strapped up. It's like legit. I don't know. It was bothering me." It was, like, around the side of her wrist, like, the outside was where the watch face was. I'm like, that's not right. That's weird. I'm just being petty. <laughs> that's okay. Um, So, at this point, Chandler tells her what happened at the cafe and how Phoebe thinks he's foxy. Um, And she's like, it's not possible. It's, like, it's not possible that she would think that, which elicits, like, a quick ow from Chandler. Um, But... Monica tells her or tells him that Phoebe thinks he's charming in a sexless way, but he is adamant that she was flirting because she touched his bicep. So obviously, um, <laughs> yeah, but he was just like, really? Like, you're going to say that about me? <laughs> um, yeah. But then we hop over to the apartment and Monica comes out of her room and is saying that she needs to do laundry and ask Chandler if he wants to help. And then quick glances pass between Phoebe and Rachel before Rachel gets up and is like, you know, I've got some laundry I need done. And like hands Monica this giant bag of laundry. It's obnoxiously large. Um, and and Monica, Monica and Chandler look at each other kind of confused. And she's like, I don't think I'm going to have enough quarters to do all of that. And Phoebe's like, oh, no worries. And pulls out like probably hundreds worth of like quarters to hand her because there were so many in that bag. The the fact that she the fact that they had anticipated the the them like shooing off the extra laundry with the the largest bag of quarters I've yeah. ever seen is yeah. so brilliant and so funny. I I was la I was laughing so hard. I and I could tell that like Lisa Kudrow, she was I felt like she was barely holding it together because of how funny oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was definitely like the whole episode. I feel like all of them were like on edge to just like let it loose. Um, 
And at this point, Ross comes in and we find out that ugly naked guy is subletting his apartment himself. Um, and to tip the scale in Ross's favor, he and we find out every other applicant sent him a bribe. And so they go to the window and they're trying to figure out, like, what did Ross send him? And in the window, we can see a pinball machine, a mountain bike and a table full of mini <laughs> or baskets of mini muffins and so the friends yeah. are like which one did you send and he's like i sent the smallest basket <laughs> poor ross yeah. yeah which is because he apparently like at work somebody had sent him that and he loved it and so he thought that would work um but obviously we're not thinking that is and he ends up leaving and he's like there's 12 bucks i'll never see again and i don't know what it was but th- when he made that line i was just I like died. I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. Really? That's yeah. good. Just like the way he delivered it was the best. Also, the all black for Ross is working for him. Like the dark hair, the black button up. Like, yeah, for sure. He looks good in this episode, too. Yeah. I think I honestly think we've hit a stride with Ross's looks. Like they figured out his hair length, what what looks good for him. They're styling him a little bit differently less uh a little more or a little less formal and a little more flowy yeah and that probably has to do directly with the fact that he's not in work right now yeah um so we're not seeing him like coming to and from his job with his you know tighter button-ups you know that look more professional yeah so they've hit a really good stride with ross and and i love it yeah it's good Um, So at this point, Phoebe and Rachel leave to head to the movies, but not before Phoebe pinches Chandler's butt and tells him that she misses him already. So good. (laughs) And as they leave, Chandler looks at Monica and she's like, oh, I saw that. And she immediately thinks that Phoebe has to know about them because that's the only possible explanation for her flirting Uh with Chandler. Um, And Chandler... (laughs) Chandler defends himself. He was like, what, what about the, the pinching my butt and my bulging biceps? Then he's like, oh, she definitely knows. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> like the way yeah. he said it was so funny. So then we hop over to the guy's apartment. And Joey is holding Hugsy, who this is the first time we see him. And he yes. immediately throws in behind him as Chandler and Monica enter. Um, yes you know proclaiming that phoebe must know and that joey must have told her but he tries to cover it up by saying he didn't tell them which leads him to telling them about rachel knowing (laughs) the way he the way they're like them who's them he's like phoebe and joey (laughs) yeah it was so good it was so good yeah um but here they find out rachel also knows and he again begs them to just tell everyone, like everybody knows, but Ross, like just tell them. But Monica is like, no, we're going to mess with them because they don't know that we know that they know. Oh my gosh. So I think this is the point where I think Monica says like the messies become the messers or the, uh, or is it the I other way it around? Chandler. Chandler. Yes. Yeah. He said the messers or wait, no, he said the messers become the messies. Yeah. Yeah. So then we hop back to the apartment and Ross is looking painfully out the window at ugly, ugly naked guy's place because he desperately wants it. And he feels like at this point, like he doesn't have his edge. So Rachel tells him like, look, you need to figure out what he likes and bond with him in that way. And Mm -hmm. she's like, for example, Joey loves sandwiches. 
and my underwear. And as soon as she says that, he looks at her like, yeah, what do you need? Um, He's like, I'm listening. (laughs) Yeah. And so Ross agrees and claims that he has he has a way to get his edge back because he's been watching Ugly Naked Guy for five years through that window. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, decides they like mention a few things and they all come back to like Ugly Naked Guy broke whatever they were. So he's like, all right, I'll figure something out. And so he leaves and the phone rings and it's Chandler for Phoebe. Yeah. So on one end of the Let line, the game's begin. Yeah. <laughs> On one end of the line, we have Chandler and Monica. And on the other end, we have Rachel and Phoebe and Joey. And so Chandler tells her that he's been thinking about her all day and wants her to come over and feel his bicep or maybe more. <laughs> it sounds like like a middle schooler or like a high schooler, like, or maybe more. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's so cheesy. It's so funny. But, she, and she is shocked. Like, she goes from, like, trying to play it cool because she's the one, like, messing with him to, like, did he really just say that? Um, and she, in this, t- in this moment, like, needs to get back to him. So she hangs up and she tells Rachel. And Rachel's like, I can't believe that he would do that to Mon before she realizes what was happening and tells Joey, like, you, um, tells Joey to admit that they know, that they know. Well, yeah, she was like, she was like, she all of a sudden realizes the same way Monica realized yeah. that they were being played. All of a sudden, Rachel turns around and she looks at Joey and like gets down on his level. Is like, do they know we know? Yeah. And he's like, no. She's Joey. <laughs> he's like, they know, you know, <laughs> he like immediately messes <laughs> up. Yeah. But Phoebe can't let it go because she's like, I can't believe that they would mess with us. And all this stuff. And so then her line of, they don't know that we know, they know, we know. We know. (laughs) And Joey's just, Joey's over it. Like, he is done at this point. Well, yeah, they're like, you can't tell. Like, you can't tell them that we know they know. And he's like, couldn't if I tried. Like, because (laughs) it's getting, it's getting too complicated for Joey. Yeah. And that's what I love. Like, that's what I love about it. And then also... One one interesting that I, thing that I saw in the background is I didn't realize like how maybe in the late nineties, early two thousands, like you always you know that sign that's always been in the girls' apartments. It's like a jouet the jouet sign. Yeah. It's like the French sign behind the TV. Well, I just noticed for the first time in the guys' apartment, there's a sign that says Les Mysteries du New, uh, de New York, and that's obviously a very English way to say it. Um, but I was like, when did French signage become like a, a decor thing? And was it ever like, was that a trend at the time to find something else? I'm just so intrigued. Or was that like, you can see how like the set dressers, maybe their own personalities are like coming out, you know, it just was so interesting to me. Cause I was like, they both have French signs and that doesn't seem like the guys would do something like that, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but one of one of the fun facts about um, like this, I guess uh, part of the episode is the word "no" and how um, that word. Wait, I'm trying to. Where did I put it? Okay, whenever whenever one of the characters is discussing about the knowledge of like Monica and Chandler's relationship. The word no and its variants is spoken 37 times in this episode. 
Because we hear it a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. So we go back to Ugly Naked Guy's apartment. Real quick scene. And Ross knocks. And we see the back of Ugly Naked Guy. And Ross tells him that he's an applicant. And he makes mention that he notices that he's naked. And wishes that he was. Because that has to just be like a freeing thing. So we find out in this moment that this must be his angle to get his edge back. Um, mm-hmm. And he mentions, he's like, you know, he tells him it's great. And he's like, you know, it's the way God intended people to be. And he just like slowly applauds him as he's standing at the store. And then it <laughs> pans away. Like that's literally all we see in that moment. Yeah. So the actor who played Ugly Naked Guy was not credited in this episode. And sometimes... It has been erroneously stated to have been Mike Haggerty, a.k.a. Mr. Trigger. Like, there are fan bases out there who think it's Mr. Trigger. I could see that. Okay, but in, 2000, in 2016, in an article by the Huffington Post by um, Todd Van Luling, um, he finally identified the actor as John Hagen after what the writer said a year-long quest so it took him an entire year because he's uncredited because he has no speaking he's uncredited and after a year he finally figured out it was john hagen it's h-a-u-g-e-n you can look him up and maybe he's in other things but yeah isn't that crazy that's insane And then in a uncut version of this episode, it includes a scene, and I don't know where it fits, so that's why I'm going to say it now, because this is kind of where it fits. Um, The uncut version of the episode includes a scene showing how Ross wins favor of Ugly Naked Guy and gets his his apartment by eating mini muffins with him in the nude, which I have very much seen floating around on the internet. Okay, yes, I'm going to say that. You say that. I've definitely seen that scene somewhere. Like, Ross is, like, cross-legged on the couch. And when the friends are, like... I think it was after... It probably would have been placed after... After they spotted. The friends... Yeah. yeah, At the... It probably would have been at the end of the show in the tag scene. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, After Rachel's, like, that's our friend. Which Mm -hmm. we obviously aren't there yet, so I'm spoiling it. But, yeah. That would have been hilarious to see. Yeah. That's so funny. All right. So, we go back to the apartment. And Monica and Chandler are conversing in the kitchen while Phoebe and Rachel are conversing in the living room, which is just like, it's funny because like they would definitely hear each other. Um, but as yeah, Phoebe, like right there. Phoebe approaches Chandler, telling him that she'd love to come by and he's shocked, but he plays it cool and he agrees to meet her at seven o'clock for her words, sexual intercourse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and at the same time, Joey notices the naked friend at Ugly Naked Guy's house. And at this point, Rachel recognizes the butt. Uh, yeah, it was as Ross's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she's like, that's our friend. And I love how, like, as soon as they said, Ugly Naked Guy has a friend. Yeah. The laughter in the crowd means, like, they absolutely knew yeah. where this joke was going. Oh, and I sure. loved it. Yeah, it was so good. And, and yeah, Chandler was totally panicking with the yeah. the other part of it. Yeah. All right. So now we're in the apartment again and it's showtime. 
we're like so we're in the apartment and we're also in the guy's apartment like back and forth um and this is probably hands down the best scene in the whole episode in my opinion best um and i think everybody listening that has seen this show knows the scene without us even telling you about it yeah but we're going to but we're going to (laughs) step by step so yes it's showtime for phoebe and chandler and Rachel and a very reluctant Joey are getting Phoebe ready in Rachel's apartment while Monica mm-hmm. is getting Chandler ready in his apartment. And Monica Phoebe is like... Phoebe looks phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, she does. And Monica phenomenal. is like so competitive. Like, she wants to win this. Phoebe is going to back down. Mm-hmm. Because we all know Monica. Um, but Chandler... And her team always wins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Chandler is asking, like, how far am I going to have to go? And she's so adamant that Phoebe will will cave before yeah. it goes too far because he's on her team and her team always wins. Mm-hmm. So she kisses him, tells him to go get some, and then runs to the bathroom. So she's hiding in the guy's <laughs> bathroom. Rachel is prepping Phoebe right outside the door. And she, like, unbuttons one of the, like, the top button on her blouse mm-hmm. and then she hides next to the door which i'm pretty sure yeah. chandler would have seen her um well but it is not, what it is yeah not necessarily but if he had moved anywhere closer to phoebe as opposed to like backing away when he opened the door he yeah definitely would have seen her yeah um so he opens phoebe offers him some wine and he like does his little like stroll across the room and they each ask each other if they're nervous. Um, but they both say, like, no, as they, like, chug their glass of wine. Like, not sip it, not take one one little drink. Like, they chugged it. Um, yeah, they both look. It's This is becoming the greatest game of chicken ever. Oh, for sure. The greatest. I mean, and it will continue to unfold. Um, before we do that, though, I just have to call out real quick because it doesn't fit anywhere else. The Magna Doodle on the back of the door is a scene of a guy skiing. So okay. I just wanted to call that out. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I, this episode, this, this episode is so great, but this scene just tops it. Yeah. So they put the glass, of, they put the wine down and he goes to put on music. And at this moment, she offers to dance for him. <laughs> Which is just weird because she's doing like a weird dance. Um, yeah, a Phoebe dance. Yeah, and then she tells him that she wants to rip his sweater vest off, <laughs> and he offers for them to go Me to the too, bedroom. Phoebe. Me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and he wants to take it to the bedroom, you know, for the sexual intercourse. Their verbiage is hilarious. It's just funny, and oh it's just gosh. so like, like it's so, so forced. Yeah. Yes. It's so cringy. Um, but before they go to the bedroom, she's like, no, like, I want you to first rip off all my clothes and rub lotion on me. Like, she is trying to get him to break fast. Yeah, she's like, they, they, they keep, they're, they're trying to both prove that their side is the side that's going to win out. Chandler yeah. has the pressure of Monica because she wants to win so bad. Yeah. And yet, like, they, they're, it's, it's so prolonged this 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 scene it's so funny yeah yeah for sure um and he and at this point like she says this and he fumbles at his words uh but mm-hmm. he heads to the bathroom to get the lotion and tells monica like look she is not backing down while at the same time phoebe tells rachel like he's not backing mm-hmm. down 
And Joey yeah. comes out upset because he just wants to sit in his chair. But Rachel yeah. reminds him, like, look, the sooner you the sooner you get we get Chandler to break, like the sooner this is all out in the open. And he's like, Oh, I'm I'm here for that. So he tells her, like, look, show him your bra because Chandler's afraid of bras and he can't work them. He em. can't work them. <laughs> so he like does this quick, like, and I re- always remember this part. He does this quick like flip of his finger and like yes. basically opens her entire shirt practically. Yes. <laughs> and like the crowd just goes insane at this moment. And I don't know how Phoebe didn't break. I'm sure she probably did in a few of the takes. Okay. That one of the reasons why the audience laughed so hard is because it took Matt LeBlanc 12 takes to get it open. So when what? so when he said, yeah, so when he says it wasn't my first like it, it's not my first time. <laughs> they they're, they're like Yes, they're live, so the the audience is laughing because it, That's it definitely is not his first time because it's taken him twelve takes to get it right. That's so funny. So funny. Oh my. Okay. I, and I love that part of like that that part of that whole scene is so funny to me. It's like I love that Joey. Like he's just kind of like, it's not my first time. <laughs> And it's so good. I love it. Yeah, it's the best. I could watch this episode like 10 times over. Yeah. So Monica, back in the bathroom, Monica shoves lotion into Chandler's hand and tells him to get back out there. And at this moment, he looks around and he's like, did you clean our bathroom? But she doesn't care. She's like, just go. So he comes out and Phoebe like starts to approach him like slowly sticking out her chest and he yeah. is shocked that her bra is now hanging out. And so he yes. compliments it um, and tells her to come here and that he's very <laughs> happy we're going to have all the sex. <laughs> and she points out I'm that like, I'm very bendy. I'm so uncomfortable in the scene, but oh, in so. the best way, because it's dragging out so long. Yeah. But it's because they're both trying to get each other to break. Yeah. It's so good. It's they're so, both so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfy that you just, like, you can't stop watching it. Yeah. Um, and Chandler, at some point, this is kind of a continuity thing, but at some point between having the lotion when he comes out of the bathroom and what comes next, the lotion is gone. Like, he, like it's no longer in the scene. So they didn't, like, continue to have him hold it, and they didn't show him putting it down. So just wanted to call that out. So it just, like, disappears is what you're saying. Yeah, it just disappeared, like, completely. Nice, nice, nice. Um, Okay, so then I think it was Phoebe. She mentions, like, maybe we should kiss. And so they start walking towards each other, and he, like, they, they grab each other, like, one by one. It's, like, a really awkward, like... Oh, do I do I go here? Do I go here? And she like puts her hand on his shoulder and then he goes to put his hand up and then like shifts it towards her boob and he's like maybe and then shifts it up like on her shoulder like he's like <laughs> unsure face. of like it's the best. Like you have to go watch this scene. <laughs> like it is literally the best. It's so good. Um and then they're so like so all four like all four hands are touching each other and then like I yep. guess we have no other option but to kiss each other. They're like, here it comes. (laughs) Yeah. So they start to lean in very awkwardly and they kiss like for a moment before Chandler pushes back. It admits defeat because he is in love with Monica. Oh, which is just so sweet. And Phoebe's face was like so genuinely like adorable. 
um, and Monica walking out. Everybody like comes out of their hiding spot and he is just screaming. He's like, I love her. And it's like trying to point, but like pointing in like wrong directions. Um, but says it a bunch of times before he like sweetly comes up to her and is like, I love you, Monica, where she returns it. And they have the most adorable little kiss. Um, yeah. So cute. And in now, front of everybody, yeah. like this probably feels so good to not be hiding anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And Gosh. Phoebe is just like, I didn't know you guys were in love. I thought you were just having sex and was like, you can tell at this moment, she's like 1000% on board with them. Um, so Joey's excited because everybody now knows and they can just like be however they want to be. And Ross and Chandler remind him or not Ross and Chandler, Chandler and Monica remind him like, look, Ross doesn't know. And we really don't want him to know yet. <laughs> and Joey's face of like hatred oh, in yes. that moment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Poor Joey. Um, sure. One thing I will say is that Phoebe like says to Chandler that's their first kiss. And I just wanted to call out that like. The statement can really, it's kind of being inferred as their first romantic kiss, but they've previously kissed, like, back in different episodes, like the one with all the Thanksgivings, um, or no, 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 sorry, not that one. Um, in previous ones, like, they were supposed to be meant as, like, greetings and goodbyes, especially when they were still trying to cover up their relationship, so, oh, like, yeah. it's not their technical first kiss, but the idea is, like, it's probably being inferred of, like, this is our first kiss as, like, a potentially romantic couple, Oh, yeah. Um, so that that's sort of one thing. Um, and then the it, what is interesting about this one too is back back in the one with all the Thanksgivings. This is the this is the fact I was associating with that episode. Monica or Chandler tells Monica he loves her after she cheers him up with the turkey on her head. Remember? Yeah. So like, it's interesting that this is like. It is such a cute moment, and it it does seem like it's coming out of nowhere because that's how they kind of played it up. But, like, technically, he's already told her. I just think that this is, like, the first time where, like, she's, I don't know, ready to say it back maybe, or it's just for the sake of the shock factor with all the friends. I just don't know what they're trying to accomplish because technically he's already said it. Yeah, I think maybe the idea of, like, he's – he wasn't necessarily saying it to her in that moment. He was like proclaiming it in front of their friends, like their closest friends. Like I love her. Yeah. So it's like almost like even a little bit bigger. Like it's easy for like you to, I mean, it's not easy, but like it's easier for you to say that to the significant other in that moment, but to be able to like proclaim that in front of all your friends. Yeah. So true. That's a big deal. And so I think maybe that, maybe that was the factor they were going for. At least we can hope. Yeah. And I love how Phoebe ham like I love how Phoebe handled it. Like it's totally what someone would do in the situation where he like pulls back and he's like, I can't have sex with you. And she's like, and why not? Like she knows. And so she just needs him to say it out loud. Yeah. And I love I just like how that like transpires. Okay. So then we go to the tag. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ross is showing his boss his new place. And yes. claims that his rage, the whole rage thing is behind him. Like, it's not a big deal anymore. And his Ross, or his Ross, his boss, um, offers for him to come back to work because he feels like, yeah, you like you're, you got a new place. Like, it's great. Like, it looks like you're doing well. Everything is good. And in this moment, as they're talking, Ross is facing the window. 
and he sees something out of the corner of his eye mm. and he starts mm-hmm. yelling softly but then it gets louder and louder eventually where he says get off my sister so yeah. ross has now found out the same way phoebe found out yeah and here's a little spoiler so fast forward 15 seconds if you don't want to hear it as a re- as a direct result of this outburst in front of his boss ross loses his job permanently from the museum it's not directly revealed until the one where Ross got high, um, but it is a direct result of this outburst, which is bummer for Ross. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he that's thought, it. The guy thought he was on the up and up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as far as favorite scene, I think we both already mentioned. We, yeah, the, the last, the last whole bit, like yeah. the, the biggest part of the episode. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, episode rating. How would you rate this one? Yeah, as soon as the scene where Phoebe was uh, flirting with Chandler in the cafe, I immediately knew I was going to rate it in Orange Couch. It's just, it is, it is the best, it is the best episode. Yeah. Which is funny because it only has literally one storyline. It's only one storyline happening with all the characters, but they, I mean, technically the ugly naked guy, like, is, is a very small B story. But like, but it weaves itself into the other story so well that like you can just call it one. Yeah, it's like a vehicle for people finding out. Essentially, yeah. like that's the biggest. So it it kind of weaves itself in. So it's brilliant. It's a brilliant episode. It's funny. Yeah. I laughed out loud. I almost cried when, like, when Monica was looking so sweetly at Chandler for yeah. like after so he cute. said he loved her. I was like, this is so cute. Yeah, this is adorable. Yeah. What about you? Uh, same, same exact. Yep. Uh, same. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Um. Okay. Post show wrap. Actually, do I have any more fun facts? I just thought maybe. Did I leave any of them? Um. Nah. I think I'm good. Okay. Trivia time. Trivia. Post show wrap up. All right. Which I still one? can't believe we got through this. Oh, no, we didn't. We had the whole first part, too. Okay. Yep. Solid 40 minutes. That makes sense. Continue. Uh, which one of the friends occasionally wears glasses? Isn't it Chandler? Chandler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at us. All right. Yeah. Ooh. Which friend <laughs> speaks first in the pilot episode? Ooh. Oh, shoot. Hold on. I'm trying to imagine that scene. Is it Monica? Because doesn't she turn around and say, Rachel, is that you? No, they have dialogue before that because they're sitting on the couch talking. Um, I'm going to... No. Is it... I'm going to be totally wrong. Is your guess Monica? Yeah. I'm going to... I think you're right, but I'm going to guess... Phoebe. <laughs> You're going to go with Phoebe? <laughs> and I know I'm wrong. You're wrong. It's Monica. Nice. Yes. Nailed it. It makes sense because she was going to be a main character anyways. Um. Okay. Social media spotlight. We did hear from a few of our friends. Um. We got a lot of good responses from some of our Instagram that we have uh, put out the last couple of days. Um, 
and then oh i guess all of our in all of our interaction with our friends recently has just been um reactions to our social media so any of our reels and stuff um that we've shown people have responded to so thanks for for responding to us for that um love that and that makes us very happy that you guys are interacting with us so yeah that's it so i don't really have a social media spotlight just thanks for continuing to interact with our stuff nice recommend to a friend um so i'm gonna recommend something before i've actually finished it but it's good so i don't care either way um so a lot of you well all of you if you listen to this know that i like the podcast crime junkie which we've had some friends like respond that they also like the show or the podcast um and if you listen to it, you know that Ashley Flowers, who is the podcast person, um, just wrote a book. So her new book is titled All Good People Here. And it's, um, I don't think it's, from what I can tell, it's not based on a true story or like a true like um, crime that happened. But she does base it in a town that's close to where she's from, which is ironically close to where we're from, um, which is just kind of wild when you're reading it you're like wow i like have literally been to this place a million times um and so it's it's a fake story but it's it's good so it's like a true crime novel essentially Mm. and it's so far i think i'm 10 chapters in and it's pretty good um so if you enjoy true crime like listening to it and you also like reading or she has an audiobook you could listen to that as well i highly recommend all good people here by ashley flowers and it's it's so popular right now that like it's so hard to find like i ended up having to order it online because i i prefer to just like go pick up a book but i couldn't Mm. find it anywhere because it was sold out literally everywhere around me so i'm like all right well i guess i'm ordering this online but it's good so check it out nice i also have a book to recommend it is a different genre completely it's called it ends with us and when i tell you i cried at the end um yeah, it was, it was, it's well-written. It's got um, great characters, um, strong female lead, uh, like good issues, like talked about in a, like a really well thought through way, a great note from the author afterwards to kind of explain what you want to read at the end or else it'll spoil it for you. Um, but just, it was really good. I was just shocked because sometimes books that are trending are like, you know, you just never know what you're picking up. And that's the hardest thing about a book. It's like a synopsis doesn't always cover it for you. So, but it was really good. It's called It Ends With Us from Colleen Hoover. Recommend to a friend. Nice. Now the next week, we're going to cover the one with the girl who hits Joey. Yes. So we will catch you guys next week on the Woman with Friends podcast. Bye.